that left me to learn uh, not from a, a good godly foundation, but from what the, the information that the world has to offer, how to treat a woman, opening up doors, like mm -hmm. th those, 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 that, and they may, they may seem like simple principles or things that men should know, but when you don't have a father in the home teaching you these simple principles, what's, what should be simple uh, as an adult, as a man, is not. girl Nikki now listen this week's episode is for the fathers I hope if you are a father and she'll stay locked in if you know a father feel free to send them this episode we have Minister Marcus Felton out of Fort Worth Texas on the pod and what I love about his episode is that he goes deep about what it means to be a father particularly a father who is not in the home with his child he gets very vulnerable and he shares his experience and I really think it's important for us to see these examples particularly to see black men loving their children uh, because we don't see it enough and there are black men who are willing to step up and love their children and love them well. So I hope if you are a father of color, if you are a father not of color, I hope whoever you are that you will uh, find something of value in what he shares and that you'll see the heart of God. And in doing so, you'll see Christ's love for us as enacted through seeing how he loves his son. So without further ado, let's check it out. This is Let Me Find Out. Hey everybody, my name is Nikki Washington. You are tuned in to Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture. We are back for season seven up in this thing. So excited to be uh, embarking upon season seven. Listen, uh, I just wanna encourage you, do me a solid, do me a favor, go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, share, do all of the things. This helps us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. So thank you in advance for contributing to the cause. Also, if you are watching this by YouTube, do not adjust your screens. This is a new component to the show. Y'all, we got a whole production team now. It's, it's a little thing. So um, if you are watching this, do not adjust your screens. I am on the line with friend in the faith, Minister Marcus Felton. How are you, sir? I am good. I'm good. Bless y'all. Bless y'all. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. I'm so glad sister that you're Nikki. here. So is this sister's sister's prophet, which one? Really? Really? Okay, right. we're doing Next that today. Up. We're doing that today. Protocol. <laughs> uh, so he's Kojic. If y'all ain't guessed yet, you can tell that protocol speech right there, Church of God in Christ. Not that I don't have anything against Kojic. I used to be Kojic. You can't yeah. join in. You got to be born in. I got you. got to be born in. So, <laughs> so uh, just to give y'all a little background, uh, uh, I know Marcus was doing ministry when I lived in Dallas. Awesome man of God, well-versed in the word. What it really impressed me about Marcus when I first meeting him is that he really eats the word of God and he really strives to live according to the word of God. Now, of course, just like you and me, we all have our flaws, but he really does strive to live what he preached. So I was like, you know what? When I found out we were having a topic about uh, single fathers and what it really looks like to be a father and to raise a son, I was like, the men of God are going to need to hear what you have to say. So thank you so much for accepting the invitation, Brother Marcus, Minister Marcus, Elder Marcus, whatever you go by this week. But um, I just wanted to, to um, first, let's start off where you start. Where did you uh, get your start in ministry or, or if you always served in Fort Worth or what does it look like for you? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've always been in Fort Worth. I've been at my church, uh, Holy Tabernacle, uh, as you stated earlier, Church of God in Christ, Koji, you can't join in, you gotta be born in. Uh, it's the only church that I've known. I've grown up there uh, since I was young, since I was little. 
And of course, I was very active um, as a youth in church. Uh, then when I got to uh, my teenage years, uh, as, as, as you, you may hear, you know, people always say I was I was a drug baby. And, and I was, my mom drugged me to church, right? Um, but then she began, me, began to give me a little leeway as I began to get in my, later my teenage years, uh, after high school, 18, 19, 20 uh, years old. And so um, from the time of, that I can remember to 20, uh, I was just, I was tired of church. I was tired of going every Wednesday, every Sunday, uh, three services on Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Sunday night. And so um, uh, when she gave me an option if I wanted to go or not, of course, I, cho I chose not to go. And uh, um, I began to, as, as a young man, teenage man, I began to just indulge in the culture. Um, and I began to drift away from those uh, sound uh, principles of scripture that I had learned early on. Um, but I always knew that there was something missing. Uh, going to the clubs, uh, uh, just in, again, just indulging in, in teenage life, doing those things. Uh, I never drifted too far out. Uh, there was a line or a boundary that was, you know, uh, in me. I never, uh, never crossed that. That, that line, but I always knew that uh, it was, I, 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 I like to say there was, there was an eternal itch uh, that mm. could not be uh, satisfied, uh, but I was finding things to try to gratify or satisfy momentarily that itch that I had on the inside. Sure. Uh, but uh, once um, I had my son, um, um, I knew that I had to do something different. I knew that there was mm. a greater purpose for me uh, as a man. And so I began to, uh, like the prodigal son, I began to go back to the roots, go back to those uh, teachings that, that, that early on got in my life. I heard someone say once that it, it's hard to be what you haven't seen. Um, so the fact that you had that, that example so that you could, like you said, pull on, and the fact that you were so conscious of the fact that God is 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 fathering you as you're trying to father your child, I think speaks yes. volumes. And now, how old is Cam now? Cam is 24. Okay, so so now you've gotten to see the fruit of your your fathering. Uh, what is your assessment? You, you, you're like, Laura, we did all right, or what you? you know, <laughs> I don't know about it, Laura. <laughs> Sometimes, as a parent, well, well first let me say this: uh, at 24. Uh, I'm learning parenting never stops. No, right, right. You know what I mean? I thought mm -hmm. that when he turned 18, when he graduated high school, you know what I'm mean? saying? He would be out of my pocket. thought it was a wrap. <laughs> we would become this buddy, buddy friend, you know. Uh, but but I'm learning uh, that parenting uh, never stops. My ability to be available to him uh, never stops. Um, I see the, it's crazy because sometimes you never know, like the investment, the conversations, uh, the, the, the teaching, you know what I mean? Uh, you, you never know uh, if, if, 
if am I being not only a good man in front of him, am I am I being a good godly man in front of him? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you never know, and sometimes you would love to get feedback, um, but uh, and it comes uh, s- simple encouragement of my fatherhood and manhood came through. Uh, simple conversations. Like we was on the mm-hmm. phone the other day and uh, uh, whenever I go teach, I, I always invite them, you know, come come hear your pops preach, come hear me teach. And uh, uh, he comes and uh, uh, the other day, a couple of weeks ago, he literally, and this was probably five or six months ago that I, that I taught and he came. And he literally, he literally two weeks ago uh, reiterated something that I said in my message, right? Oh, Just wow. a casual conversation. And it was one of those moments where I yeah. said within myself, you know, well, dang, he, he listened. He got something. I think that's a, a, a good uh, point to pivot um, because you have instilled so many good seeds in him. He's able to now take those good seeds and really try to contribute to society, right? Um, yeah. Even the things that you didn't realize he knew, um, even with all the good seeds that you've placed in him, he's still a black man in this country, which yes. we know the climate that we live in. Have you had to have those talks with him? Like, I put some good stuff in you. However, also pay attention to this is going on outside. Like, how do y'all navigate that tension? Uh, I remember having a conversation with him. Don't let, don't give. Um, the police a reason to pull you over, Cam. His name is Cameron, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if your natural principles uh, uh, will put you in a position to um, to experience the favor of God, and what I mean by that is is uh, if you know that your tags are expired, mm-hmm. as a responsible young man make sure you take care of that and, and, and renew your tags because if you don't, you're giving them a reason in the climax that we in, in the culture mm-hmm. that we in, you're giving them a reason to pull you over, right? Mm-hmm. If you know the speed limit is 75, don't go 80, right? Don't right. give them a reason to pull you over, right? And so uh, uh, always carry. I always carry your ID on your driver's license. I, I thought you were about to say, I always carry a piece. I'm like, I know this Texas, but really? Always <laughs> well, carry a piece. Yeah, this the market, we, we had that talk too, but, but, <laughs> but I'll, I'll do what you're supposed to do, right? Um, sure. and, and even even sometimes in doing what you're supposed to do uh, doesn't necessarily guarantee um the end result that you're looking for. And we've seen that so many times. Uh, But at the same time, um, take care of what you can take care of and and what you can't take care of. We pray and hope that that God grace you to come back home when you leave the house. Mm. Now, I know when when we met, you were doing some mentoring. We were both working in a pair of ministry and you were doing some mentoring with some kids. Then is that something that's passionate of your heart for the... For the people who are the kids who are fatherless, do right. you still do any of that, or what is what does that look like for you today? I do. Uh, I mentor uh, some young guys uh, at my church that um, uh, that don't have fathers in the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I have a passion for uh, 
I have a passion for giving what I didn't get. Mm, that's good. So growing up as a young man, um, before I had my son, um, now when I had my son, I was able to verbally express to the elders or other men in the church, hey, I need your help. What do you think about this? How do I navigate this? Uh, I had the, the confidence and the mental uh, capacity to reach out. But when I was younger, uh, I didn't have the confidence to reach yeah. out. My dad, yeah. uh, uh, my dad was around, but he wasn't around, if that makes sense. So my dad would mm -hmm. pick us up every other weekend, uh, but he was so busy uh, doing his thing till we didn't even spend time with him on the weekend. And there would be weekends that that after he pick us up, the next time we see him is when he's supposed to bring us back home. So we didn't have, although his his presence uh, was around, uh, the 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 relationship, the interaction um, wasn't around. So there was questions as a teenager growing up, uh, uh, you know, trying to navigate through the culture, uh, uh, what's going on physically with my body as I grow. Uh, th there was there was those certain questions that I didn't have anybody to turn to, that sure. I, I I didn't have I didn't have the confidence to. There was still men in, in in the congregation at my church, but I didn't have the confidence to ask them about certain things, and um, and and that left me to learn uh, not from a, a good godly foundation, but from what. The, the information that the world has to offer, how to treat a woman, opening up doors, like mm -hmm. th those, 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 th and they may, they may seem like simple principles or things that men should know, but when you don't have a father in the home teaching you these simple principles, what's, what should be simple uh, as an adult, as a man, is not. Sure. What should be uh, first thought, and, and, and I'll say this, uh, somebody showed me a picture, and I, and I say this just to illustrate um, um, the lack of, of, of a father being in a home. Um, it, it brings about a, if I can use the word, uh, ignorance. Mm -hmm. Somebody showed me a picture of uh, a man and a woman uh, walking down the street, right? Mm -hmm. The man was on the inside, the woman was on the outside by the cars. And it was like, Marcus, what's wrong with this picture? And this, I'm, they showed me this in my early, uh, well, middle, late 20s. Like, nothing. Like, you don't, it's like, Marcus, you don't know what's wrong with this picture? I'm like, what? There's two people walking down the street now. I don't, what, what, you see something I don't see? And they had to explain to me uh, what's wrong with this picture is the woman needs to be on the inside. And the man needs to be on the outside. And I had no clue. I was lit I, I literally had no clue because nobody showed me. Uh uh nobody showed me. Nobody taught me. Nobody told me that this is how uh it's supposed to happen. Yeah, I know to open up doors for old ladies, you know, mm -hmm. but, but for every young woman, every young lady, nobody showed me that. And so uh, sometimes it could be a struggle as an adult learning things that people expect you to know 
And if you don't have mm. that, that example or that teaching, um, then these things are um, uh, what you should know you don't know. And so then now you have taken on the duty of teaching that to of teaching that to, 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 other, to yeah. other young men. Let me let me give you uh, some information. Let me give you the knowledge uh, uh, that I didn't get when I was your age so that when you get to my age, these things are already, um, it, it comes natural. These things are coming. Paying, getting the ticket and paying it on time should be natural, mm -hmm. right? But, but when mm -hmm. you're not taught to do that, you think that, oh, I got time. Month go by, mm -hmm. two months go by, three months go by, a letter come in the mail. Uh, I, I ain't, I ain't going to I'm going to buy these shoes. Then next thing you know, when, when it's time for you to renew your license, you can't renew your license. And right at the, right at the, the month that you're supposed to renew your license, then they send you another letter saying, hey, in order to renew your license, you got to give us 800 and something dollars. That $90 speeding ticket, that, that $150 mm -hmm. no insurance ticket now has, along with court costs, has now turned into $800. And, and 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 the struggle with with not having that example as a young man, um, um, you will find out when you get older. Now that I have the mindset to want to move forward, now that I have the mindset to want want to better myself as a man, now that I have the mindset to uh, uh, pay attention to my credit, because I wasn't uh, I wasn't given the necessary tools to. Uh, navigate as a young man, I'm finding myself out now as an older man, every time I take three steps, I got to take five steps backwards to deal with something that I should have dealt with in my 20s. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. So it, it, it could be it could not having a father at home, not having a teaching uh, can can be a struggle, a hindrance, and it, it could very well delay uh, success in an older man's life when when that 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 younger uh, or that father figure didn't give those simple techniques and instructions mm. for, um, for just navigating you know through life or whatever what's the biggest no it does make sense what is the biggest lesson that you feel like you you like the biggest aha that you learned as the, that helped you in manhood so there was something that you were taught growing up or maybe as a young adult you're like man i'm glad i got this lesson because it helped me in manhood what what was that lesson for you so that you can share with other people who might be coming upon that lesson when we don't do it god's way sure. we 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 subject ourselves to deal with unnecessary situations unnecessary interruptions as we are on our way to fulfilling god's purpose and his promise uh but in in his in, in our unnecessary situations, God still graces us uh, with the opportunity to make our um, wrong right. And so uh, going back to me and his mom being young parents, um, there was people in her ear that wasn't mature. There was people in my ear that wasn't mature. And so uh, there was a moment um, when my son was younger um, that his mom wouldn't allow me to see him. And um, I think, if, if I'm correct, I think maybe two months had went by. And as a young father, I was kind of devastated, man. Um, 
I can remember. Uh, excuse me. I can remember going to the mall and seeing other men with their kids. And at this particular time, you know, we was having our beef or whatever. And uh, I so much wanted to see my son at the time. And so uh, I prayed fast, was intentional about being obedient to what I believe God was telling me during that situation. And I remember um, as time went by, out of nowhere, you know, she called and apologized, said she was sorry. Uh, there was there was gifts that I had bought them that I just set to the side. And when he came over, it was, I mean, we just had a good time, man. We we, you know what I mean? Yeah. He enjoyed his gifts <laughs> and stuff like that. But but because I didn't do it his way. Um, these were, and there were so other, many other, these were other um, um, things that I had to deal with for not doing it his way, but he graced me with the ability to get through these unnecessary situations. And, um, uh, and so I learned to be obedience and trusting God uh, has, has helped me uh, mm -hmm. in, in the process of being a young man and a young father. Uh, yeah. I apologize. I didn't mean to. No, no, you good. No, no, don't apologize because I think people need to know. We're getting ready to uh, to uh, wind down, but I think people need to know the impacts of um, of uh, right and um, complicated relationships when it comes with trying to co-parent with someone you're not married with. And there's yeah. somebody watching yeah. this who's going to be blessed by your vulnerability and your transparency because they're going to say, you know. Bro, I'm in that same situation, or yeah. I see how to. A lot of people, honestly, Marcus, would not think of how to navigate that situation with the weapons of their warfare that are not carnal. Right. Some of them people would have went and beat kicked down the door. People would have taken all kinds of measures. But the fact that you are right. uh, able to really use your spiritual weapons, one, is a testament to your your um, faith. Two, is a testament to the fact that you are an honorable man of God. And three, the fact that God answered you is a testament to the fact that God is an answering God. Yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. it's it's a beautiful testament to what happens when we yield to God. Um, not that we don't employ other means, whether it's going to the courts or, you know, but I believe in this, you were obedient to what God told you to do. And it yielded a harvest that that uh, made up the difference for maybe what was done as a as a result of reaping and sowing. So maybe you yeah. sowed a seed that had a, a child outside of marriage, but grace comes in and says you don't get fully what you should have gotten as right. a result of you know exactly. doing it a different way. So yeah. I think it's an awesome testimony. The last question I want to ask is, what would you say to a father watching this who is in your situation, like, man, me and my baby mama beefing, or, and, and you and your baby mama are fine now, I'm assuming, but like back then, yeah. like what if someone who, what if someone is where Marcus was 20 years ago and they're beefing with their baby mama or someone is like, hey, I never had an example of a father. I don't know how to do this, Mr. Marcus. What would you tell them to encourage him in this moment? I would say uh, if, 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 if you're not a father just yet, but you're still a young man, um, but, but, but you are living as if you uh, are married. Uh, and what I mean by that is you're having sex out of wedlock. Um, stop. I said that first. Um, because um, as a young man, I wasn't mature me and his mama we was young and so we in our immaturity we made selfish decisions 
uh, because we wasn't mature to raise a child. Now, again, God graced us uh, through it, um, but um, it wasn't his perfect will. And so uh, if you have the opportunity to uh, experience God's perfect will, I would encourage you to do it. Uh, if you are a young man who has a uh, young child or is about to have uh, a young child, I would encourage you uh, to get around mature and you don't have a father figure in your life. I would encourage you to get around mature men uh, that are willing, um, properly godly men. Uh, that are willing to um, sow into you. Ask as many questions as you can when it comes to uh, being a young, when it comes to being a fatherhood, when it comes to just being a young man, because uh, I, I truly believe that even in, in my situation, like had I not had a relationship with God, like, there's, there's some situations that could have went far left uh, because, again, me and his mind was just young, immature, selfish. Um, but again, I think God graced me with the ability to humble myself in some situations, um, uh, find my situation in his word to help me navigate, uh, to, 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 uh, make me say, you know what, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said this, I shouldn't have done this, mm -hmm. I shouldn't have yeah, responded like that. Regardless if, if if she was gonna say I'm sorry back or not, I had to be the one because the bigger the the in the bigger picture, um, my selfishness will reflect um, um, uh, uh, my son, right? Sure. And so um, I would just say trust God and get around. Um, uh, trusted godly father figures uh, in your life so that you can glean uh, every wisdom, every information uh, that you can so that you can be, as you're learning to be the man uh, that you should be, you're also learn, you're learning to be the father uh, that you should be. And that's why I say like, it's difficult to it, it's difficult and challenging to do both at the same time. Sure. And I don't think we should do both at the same time. Sure. You know, and so uh, you have uh, men that are, uh, or I say that you you have um, uh, you have men that who who have childlike mentalities raising uh boys right mm -hmm. and that, that I, I i don't want to say i don't i want to say uh generational curses but i say you're passing down generational bad habits mm -hmm. right and so what you what you're struggling to deal with who you're struggling to be um if you don't learn to be there before you have a child that child will struggle so my hope is that uh, anyone who's watching this, that you will hear uh, Minister Marcus's words as it relates to just fatherhood. But I think the overarching message is really manhood. 
and what it takes to uh, be an emerging man and do things God's way. Um, thank you again, Minister Marcus, for, for being vulnerable. I really do appreciate it because oh, no, I think I, it, I, it needs to be heard. I, I, I'm strong. Like, if, you know, I'm, Ain't nobody say you wasn't strong. I'm just strong, like, man, I don't want to take the chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, Lord, here you go. We all got work to do, y'all. Nevertheless, so for anyone that wants to reach out to you, I'm sure the lady's going to be like, yeah, he's signal. So go ahead and tell them where your DM is and give them your signal and all that stuff so they can holler at you, Marcus. I'm, I'm weeding myself away from social media as we speak <laughs> right now. I no, but seriously, I'm joking. But in all seriousness, like do you, I know you do Bible study. I don't know if it's still online, but where can they find you if they want to connect or, or ministry-wise? Um, uh, Him to University. Um, at um, Facebook is him to university on Facebook is him to university on YouTube at, at YouTube. Uh, we do a Bible study, me and, and, and uh, two um, other guys that, that I totally trust um, uh, guys that I'm able to also be vulnerable with and they're able to be vulnerable, vulnerable with me. We do it every week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Well, thank you again. Do you have anything else in closing before we let you go? You know, a preacher going to have three or four closings, y'all. So well, I have one thing. Now, how long have you been doing this, uh, Nikki? <laughs> this is our seventh season, Mr. Marcus. Second, your second season? Seventh. Seventh season. When did you start your... I started in 2019, I believe. 2019. How long you been knowing me? Um, let's see. I've, since I've been in that, I've been in Texas, so what, like eight years? Eight years. Yes, sir. This is my first time I'm on, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it got to be the glory. <laughs> it may, not, it may yeah. not happen when you want it. No, but no, there's something to be said for God giving you what you need in the season that you need it in. The season that I need, yes. For yes. sure, for sure. But nevertheless, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, you know where to find me, Nick uh, Washington on uh, Instagram. It's Nick Wash on TikTok. And as always, you are tuned in to Let Me Find Out.